0: Hey, everyone. Um, Welcome to Mission Impact Series. Uh, This series is called Slaying Social Issues with Social Impact Businesses. And if you joined us last week, we talked about the power of social impact businesses. And this week, we're going to be talking about how to start a social impact business. Um, because you can't have the power of it without actually starting a business, right? So um, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to discuss the challenges and triumphs of starting a social impact business, because it's not all easy, Um, including identifying social issues to address. That is important, and there are some pros and cons there. Um, Developing a business model that aligns with your mission, and navigating the funding landscape because everything always comes back down to funding. So, you know, we started off our first series um, talking about funding, but funding is infused throughout everything that we talk about, and then we're also going to include sharing some inspirational stories of social entrepreneurs who have successfully launched social enterprise businesses. Or nonprofits, as well as discussing common challenges that arise during the startup phase. Okay, um, and I'm sure that Ty can talk about some because she has a little son who is a social entrepreneur. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that is what Alec is. He's a social Whoa. entrepreneur at eight years old. Um, so, <laughs> and he's out here doing the thing. If you listen to my last, my last, um, our last one, I talked about if you just do good. All the accolades that you may have sought out or didn't seek out will come to you and she can give you a story about that because alec has done some amazing things i'm a fan i'm a fan okay so i said this is your first time catching me um and time my name is tracy v allen um, I'm the owner of Impactors Management Group, where I help social impact businesses to design, build, and fund their social ventures so that they can live the lifestyles they desire while impacting their communities. Please make sure that you like this video and subscribe to our channel and go to Ty's channel and subscribe to that one too. It's called Capacity Central, All right? Go ahead, Ty. And
1: share it, like share it with your friends mm-hmm. Like, share, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. My name is Tyler, yeah. owner of Tybone Enterprises. I work mainly with nonprofit organizations, helping them to move from startup and struggle to sustainability and success. And you know what? Startup. That's <laughs> so we're. How do you? How in the world did you get started in social impact? Right. Mm-hmm. This is again. You know, in the last week we talked about the fact that this is a huge thing, mm-hmm. a lot bigger than uh, folks think. Usually when they get into it, they're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm starting gonna start a nonprofit, I'm gonna start a social enterprise, we're just gonna run a business. But when you look at the core, the heart of it, the heart work, ATART, is a whole lot bigger than you could ever imagine because you can change the world if you right. do it like you're supposed to do. At least make a dent. Mm-hmm. You, you can at least make a dent um in the world. And it, it all starts with, you know, in my in my mind, it all starts with research and understanding um what the problem is that you're trying to solve, or is there a problem? You know, mm-hmm. sometimes things are not big enough. And I tell people, you know, um, if the, pro- if you have identified an issue, first you want to know whether or not everybody else is already aware of this issue. You mm-hmm. know, um, is this something that, you know, social injustice, we know that's pretty, everybody's talking about it you know, everywhere. So everybody's kind of familiar with that, but if you, you have a, a rare disease or something, right. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, Going to start a business and it's gonna it's gonna be in support of this disease. If if nobody knows about this disease, you're gonna to have to raise awareness about the disease, right? You're gonna to have to advocate for support around the disease. So, how much work do you have to put into this beforehand before you even go into thinking that you're gonna get funding for it? You know, that kind of thing that I think people miss in the early stages of getting ready to start these kind of businesses because. It may be something that's near and dear to you, but who else can identify with this? And if they don't, is it important enough that you have that you need to
0: raise awareness about it? Right. And that's the that's the that's a good point, and the point that I always make. And I usually equate it to um teenage pregnancy, right? Because a situation like this had happened where someone th- thought they needed to start a social uh nonprofit to address teenage pregnancy in their community because in their mind, they saw too many teenage girls being pregnant. But in the broadest spectrum, once we did the feasibility study, uh, it was only a little tiny. It was just a tiny, tiny percentage of the overall community. It wasn't big enough to be considered an issue, right? A real problem that needed to be solved. Um, So taking the time to really validate your idea, not because you think it needs to be solved, means that it's really a problem that needs to be solved. Also taking a look at the other organizations that are in and around your community and what they're doing. I like to tell people, you have to work in the gap, meaning that you need to assess the other organizations in and around your community, what they're doing and what they're not Doing or can't do because they're at capacity, because no one organization can solve everyone's problems. That's why we need to develop partnerships and collaborations with other organizations. So if you work with, you can have the same general mission, but if your programs and services are geared towards filling the gaps that the other organizations cannot fill at this point in time, then you open yourself up for funding. Now, if you duplicate or mimic another organization, it cuts your funding ability. Mm -hmm. Okay. You will be taking money from an organization. um, if your grant application is stronger or they just feel the grantor feels like diversifying who they give monies to, taking or monies from an organization that has been well-established and doing good in the community to give to yours that probably doesn't even know what to do with the money, right? Um, or not getting any monies at all because you don't have an established um, system and process and proof of concept when it comes to your programs and services. Mm -hmm. So those are things that you definitely want to think about when you're starting a nonprofit organization or social enterprise or be a social entrepreneur and making sure that you have, like I said, a mission, a business model that is aligned with your mission. They cannot conflict because if they conflict with each other, then you're not going to be able to have that pitch that is going to woe people right i like to say your pitch it should be heartstrings to purse strings so your pitch should pull at heartstrings so people open their purse strings so if you don't have that heartstring story that impact story that's truly going to impact me right here right you're not getting my money I'm
1: getting my money <laughs>
0: <laughs> so right you're not going to get my money you're not going to get anybody's money so you want to make sure that's why it's so important to make sure that you're looking at working in the gaps, so that you are not um, planting too many flowers in the flower bed.
1: Yep.
0: Right, and no then you're not getting any nutrients. So,
1: because right. yeah. there's not enough space, right? If you if right. you it up, there's not enough space for everybody to grow like mm-hmm. they're supposed to grow. And that's what you right. have to think about when you're when you're serving in the gap. You're looking at what they what they're missing and where you can fill a space or how you can complement each other so if everybody's kind of in the trying to trying to fight in the same space somebody's gonna go lagging right and it's probably gonna be
0: you if you're the last one game right you're (laughs) the last one in right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um yeah and just making sure that you consult with a consultant i know a lot of people don't want to pay people um but it takes a lot more uh, much more money to fix a problem that you did wrong the first time than it is to pay to get it done correctly the mm-hmm. first go around, right? Mm-hmm. So looking at the legalities of what you're um, you're putting together, making sure that you have a business plan. I don't understand why people are constantly trying to start businesses without business plans. Um, but that's the thing: making sure that you have a business plan. Oh, get a plan place. and don't use the plan, like they get the right. Plan. And <laughs> it's a document it needs to be used making sure you have some type of strategic consulting um done you don't have to have the twenty-five thousand dollar consulting package um i mean strategic planning session done but you need to have some type of strategic planning so that you understand how you're going to get from point a to point l then to point z right mm-hmm. um and just making sure that you're filing all your reports and your paperwork. You know how many times we talked to nonprofit organizations who have had their designations taken no. away from them time and time again because they started it because they're not making any money, they didn't have the knowledge that they needed to still file their 990s at the end of every year. Sending that 990 and sending the it's a postcard. Just send it in, right? But not being compliant, not um being in compliant can cost you a lot of money. And mm-hmm. what, what is it that you say? Knowledge, lack of knowledge is not an excuse. It's no longer an yeah. excuse. <laughs> so so you know, y'all know too. But right. <laughs> so just be cognizant of those things when you're jumping into something. I find that a lot of people tend to get into nonprofit or social inter- impact businesses without getting the base knowledge that they need. Yeah, they
1: just—they just something. Just I mean, you right. know,
0: life. You know, you won't go to the doctor. The doctor tells you, "Oh, I'm gonna need to take your kidney out," and you just be like, "Okay, doc." Okay, take it. Which one? Right. Okay, you're going to ask 20 million questions about why this kidney needs to come out. What are the, um, what's going to happen if I lose the kidney? Blah, 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 blah. you're going to go to Google and you're going to Google all types of things. You're going to spend hours researching it, trying to figure it out. And then you're probably going to go get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to ask everybody who you know who's a nurse or a doctor or a physician's assistant everything before you actually act. You need to take that same due diligence with your business ventures, Mm -hmm.
1: right? And nobody does, you know, because we talked about hard work and this is your passion and people just kind of jump with that. Like, oh, I need to do this right now. And and with no planning, no, no, you know, what are my other options? How else can I do this? I see, you know, a lot of people who try to start traditional nonprofits who shouldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you could do this as a social enterprise, as a for profit with, you know, with some with some social, um, you know, intertwining, mm-hmm. or maybe you should just have an LLC because you all about yourself or, mm-hmm. maybe, or maybe you just start a for profit business and leave the whole social impact thing alone, period. Right. But mm-hmm. p- people just don't process it because somebody said, well, if you want to get a donation or if you want to get a contribution, then you need to do, you need do it. <laughs> Um, if you want people to, to give you a, you know, contribute to your business, you need to start a social enterprise. Um, and that's what people are thinking. Yes. So they'll just jump out and they'll start these things. And before they know what they're in over their heads, they don't know what to do. They can't figure out how to get funded. And it leaves them back to, you know, again, not knowing which direction to take, you know, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. we got to stop that and just, you know, think about before you jump in, what to, what you're supposed to be considering before you start.
0: Right. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Um, this was part two of the series. What is the name of the series? Um, Sling Social Issues for Social Impact Businesses. In the next um, episode, we're going to be talking about social entrepreneurship as a team. I'm sorry, as a tool for systematic change. So until next time, bye, everyone.